Welcome to the Athletes Marathon Podcast, conversations that help people maximize their full potential by helping them understand that life is more like a marathon than it is a sprint. From former athletes, personal trainers, coaches, social media influencers, and entrepreneurs, talk about their journey on and off the field and how they maximize their talents once they hung up their cleats. And here's your host, Matt Joy. In this episode, I interviewed a former minor league baseball player for the Boston Red Sox who dealt with the tons of ups and downs in his career. After seeing some early success on the field, this guest dealt with some serious back injuries that ended up sidelining him from playing. Today, he is healthier than ever and continues to hustle and grind as he prepares himself this offseason to get back on the roster. This guest stresses the importance of remaining positive and believing in yourself when no one else does so that your return will be one to remember. Without further ado, here's episode 40. Welcome to the Athletes Marathon Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Choi, and we're extremely lucky to have an awesome guest, Danny Mars. Danny is located in Sarasota, Florida, and he is currently a free agent professional baseball player. Danny, how you doing today, man? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm doing well, man. Awesome, man. If you guys could tell I me, mean, some of you guys, if you're listening to this through a podcast, you don't know that Danny's actually driving right now to Georgia from Florida. But if you're looking at some of the clips, you will see a steering wheel right in front of him. But Danny, if you don't mind, obviously, like our Quince Orchard community, like some of them might know who you are, maybe a little backstory, but... For the people that don't, can you just give uh, my audience a little background about yourself before we get started? Yeah, man. I, uh, I, so I, I grew up, you know, I tell people I grew up in Maryland. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, moved up to Maryland when I was six, six years old. Uh, attended Lakelands Park Middle School. Shout out. Uh, and then, <laughs> yep, yep. Yes, sir. LPMS. And then, <laughs> and then from there, I went to uh, Quince Orchard High School. And uh, I went there for a year and a half. Um, and ended up moving down to Sarasota, Florida, which is where I live now. Um, ended up moving down to Sarasota halfway through my sophomore year um, for baseball, uh, which was a pretty pretty crazy move. Um, but I, I mean, I have obviously know a ton of people from from the, the Gaithersburg area, and I, lo- I loved every second of it. Man, that place is it's, uh, it's fantastic. It really is. No doubt, man. And I guess I mean, and Danny, I guess from there, like I guess. Talk a little about, like, what happened after you moved to Florida. Like, obviously, yeah. I, you know, oh, some man. people might know why you moved, but I guess kind of tap into why you did. I played baseball, and I was I played uh, varsity as a freshman at Quince Orchard, and I was, I was doing pretty well, and our team was really good. We ended up going to state finals, and uh, we had some good players on the team. But, um, obviously, you know, any outdoor sport, it's always better down south. The kids are always better <laughs> because, yeah. you know what I mean, like, People can say what they want, but I and and it's just it is what it is. Especially a sport like baseball. Football is a little different because you guys play in the cold. But baseball, man, these kids are down here and they're out on the field from January to January. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a full year. And, and in Maryland, you know, I'm only playing six, seven months a year. And I was playing basketball and this and that. And um, you know, I was really too young to kind of make a decision. Um, I didn't know any better. I loved my friends and I loved the area. Um, and my parents actually were the ones who made the decision for me to move down to Florida. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was very tough. I didn't want to do it. All right, Danny, so talk about yourself as like a kid a little bit. Like what kind of kid were you? Like, were you just always an athlete or like, were you a book smart kid? I guess talk about yourself as a kid a little bit. Tell you what, man, as a kid, I, uh, I always loved baseball. That was what I wanted to do. Um, I mean, since I was three or four, man, I was picking up a bat right when, you know, right when I was walking. And my parents were not athletes. Um, they were both successful in their fields, but nothing to do with, with athletics. Um, I always wanted to play baseball. And, and you know, I, I wasn't necessarily the greatest student in the world, um, but I knew that I had to get, you know, the grades in order to, to play. Um, right. I wasn't a 4.0 student, but, but uh you know, I, I made I made it through made it through school and and got good enough grades. But I I was a baseball guy, man. I, I was a sports guy. I loved watching sports. You know, I loved I played basketball up until like eighth grade. But um, since I was like, I mean, as far as I can remember, all I want to do is play baseball. Right, and I mean, I do. I mean, yep. I, I mean, for we kind of touched on it before. Um, but like making that jump to Florida, like, like how uncomfortable was that for you? Just kind of leaving your friends and leaving your childhood and kind of you know, immersing yourself in a new environment. Dude, it was one of the craziest things that, that can happen to you at that age. I mean, yeah. I was 15, 
Uh, I had a girlfriend that I was like dating for, you know, like, I mean, I girlfriend at 14 or 15, but at that time, it's a big deal to you, you know? Yeah. Um, and I had my, I had my group of friends, a uh, good group of friends. And the last thing I want to do is up and leave. I mean, it was like, you know, I'm going down and, and, you know, I'm comfortable playing baseball here. Um, I was comfortable with my friends and, and comfortable with the school and, um, going down to Florida, it was like, Oh my God, I'm going down. Uh, you know, I'm going, this is the best, of the best we went, you know, at, at the time we were, uh, I don't know if you, you know, IMG Academy. Yeah. I was thinking about going and playing baseball there. Um, and I wanted to go to a normal high school because IMG is a little, it, you only go to school half a day and, you know, I wanted to go to normal high school. So we ended up going to Sarasota high school, which was at the time, the number one baseball team in the country in high school. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm looking up these rankings. And I'm like, Oh my God, you know? Um, and we went down and saw a game before, before I moved down there. And these kids are like twice my sides hitting, hitting homers left and right. I'm like, Oh my God, this is, you know, I don't know if I'm going to fit in and this and that. It was tough, man. It was a really, really tough move. And, um, I was angry at my parents for, for the first few months of it. But, um, I mean, looking back now, the, the, the baseball, part of it for my life I mean for, for where it's taken me um I never would have been able to do that coming out of Maryland right yeah and, and dude, that's like and obviously I'm, I'm sure like you're probably still connected with some of the guys that you play with in Maryland and stuff but um it, it making that jump for yourself I'm sure like now you look back on it it's like it's a big positive in that sense oh it, it's I mean I, I literally would not have done it any other way yeah um and I, yeah, I, I know guys that I played with in Maryland that, um, you know, I, I played with guys down in Florida that maybe weren't as talented as them, uh -huh. but had the opportunity down here to get better, you know, co there's better coaching, you know, you play more, um, more exposure to scouts and this and that. And they ended up playing in, you know, better schools than guys that I played with in Maryland that were really damn good, but um, it's tough to get, to get noticed up there. Right. So that, that was, it, it's crazy to see that. Um but I, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I personally believe that if I wouldn't have uh, made that jump, I don't even know if I would have played college baseball. Yeah, that's um, crazy, man. Just because, yeah, it's great. It really is. And, um, I'm th you know, I look back and I think about it. And, you know, baseball was important to me back then. But when I moved down to Sarasota, that was like, that was like, dude, I have to be all in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, my family is sacrificing their life for me to play at the next level and at the time like I wanted to play professionally but I really wanted to play at a big school mm -hmm. um and living up north it's tough man I mean they have you know the University of Virginia is a really good baseball school um and after my freshman year I remember I was sitting down with a coach and it was like me coach and one other player and we're looking through a list of schools and it's like uh you know good good baseball schools good baseball schools uh, Towson, you know, James Madison. And he's like, you know, all these are realistic. And then he comes up on uh, University of Virginia. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's probably not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And he goes down the list. And I was like, because hmm, that's like what I want to do. You know, I want to go play a good school, big, right. good, big school. And he comes down and, and he goes, University of Maryland, maybe. And then he goes, Miami, University of Miami, that's not going to happen. And I was like, okay. And I remember I went home and told my parents and that was when it was, that was it. We we're like, hey, we're we're taking you out of here, like that. It it was just like people from there from that area don't go to schools like that. So right. you know, um, we we ended up making that choice, and uh, I, that that was that was probably the turning point though was when that guy. I remember him saying like, you can't you can't play there. And like, did that piss you off? Like to the point of like, I want to go play for somewhere else. I just want to go somewhere where I can get the opportunity. So like, where was your head at? at the when he said that, I was like, maybe he's right. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I'm so young at that time. Yeah. Like I'm four, 14, 14 years old. And somebody tells me I can't do something. I'm not old enough to, to work. Now I'm, I'm at the age where obviously like someone tells me I can't do something. Like I understand, like, that's just a soft mindset. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time I'm, I'm 14. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm just not good enough. Right. And my parents thought that I was good enough too. So that's, that's what ended up being, um, being the big, you know, the biggest thing. And uh, we went down, moved down, and, and I played uh, two years at Sarasota High, uh, did well. And I ended up verbally committing. No, actually, I'm sorry, I signed 
to play at Florida Gulf Coast, which is a good good Division One baseball school, mm-hmm. smaller school, but um, good school. And with like three weeks left to go before I was supposed to go there, um, I was like, you know, I, I I sat around and I thought and I thought, and the more it, more it came down to crunch time, I was like. You know, I moved down here to go to Florida or Florida State or Miami. You know, I wanted to go somewhere where that was competing to go to the College World Series. You know, yeah. I want to go to the best. Um, so I ended up decommitting from Florida Gulf Coast and went to a junior college up in the Panhandle, which is called Chipola Chipola College. Okay. Um, which is one of the most one of the most powerhouse. I mean, if not the most powerhouse uh, junior college baseball team in, in the country. Um, and I ended up getting hooked up to go there by my coaches, my high school coaches, baseballs, uh, high school baseball coach's son. Okay. Who was big in baseball. He's a scout for the giants. Um, so that goes to show you that moving down to Florida, you get, you know, people that put you in spots that you wouldn't be able to do on your own. You know what I mean? Right. So from there, and that, that goes back to show you that, that, you know, that about the move, how, how cool that was um, or how big that was for, um. And I ended up going to Chipola Junior College for two years and uh, ended up signing to go play at Florida State, which is what I wanted to do since, you know, I was Dude. whatever. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, but it was cool. I ended up not going because I got drafted and I signed. Um, but that, I mean, that was a big thing, man. And if I would have stayed in Maryland and listened to the first dude that told me I couldn't go play here, I couldn't go play there. Um, it's just crazy to look back and think like, what, what the hell, man? What if I would have never made that move? Dude, so. seriously, and, I, and it's funny, Danny, because like you know, a lot of times, like when 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 a parent's kid, like when when your parents know that the like your son or your daughter is really good at sports, sometimes like they pressure, like they put that pressure on the athlete, on the kid to like really succeed and do well, right? But in this case, it almost sounded like right. your parents doing that for you kind of made yourself believe that like it could be done as well, right? Because to your point, right, you're 14 years old. Your coach, someone that you look up to, is kind of telling you oh, what your limitation is in a sense, right? Like where you're capped at. Like this is what you can right. do. And you right. had a belief that like that's not necessarily true. And it's it's awesome just hearing your story, just the fact that like your parents believed in you and like it all came into fruition in a sense. It wasn't all one like linear path, but like you kind of hit your bumps right. and valleys and then you still made it to the point you wanted, right? Absolutely. And that's the thing, man, is is you know, it wasn't like all sunshine and rainbows. Hey, I moved down to Florida and made $500 million from playing baseball. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, it wasn't, it was like, Hey, there's bumps in the road. I went, you know, to, I ended up, I mean, I went to that junior college, which is a pow- powerhouse Juco, but at the time it's like, you know, as a kid, it's, it's hard to out of high school to go to a smaller school and like not be with your friends who are partying and this and that. And so I had to make sacrifices. Wow. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right, man. My parents never pressured me. Like they made me move and I threatened, I was like, Hey, I'm quitting baseball if we go down. And they're like, all right, well, <laughs> like then do it, quit. Like what we dare you. You know what I mean? It wasn't ever like, Oh, you're not quitting. You're not going to do that because you, we want you to play. You know, and my dad never, bro, I could, I could have gone Oh, for five with, with five strikeouts in a game in little league, or I could have gone five for five with five homers and I could get in the car. And my dad did not, didn't give a damn yeah. what how I did he just he just like it, he never pressured me into doing anything but I wanted to play baseball and and um they knew that that's awesome they man. knew that so they, they made the right decision for me because I wasn't old enough to make that decision 100 percent. and it, 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 yeah in your story it ended up working out so after your junior college so you said that you had the offer from Florida State but you actually didn't take it right so talk about this journey now a little bit yeah oh well well it was uh Man, it was um, – so I signed to play at Florida State, uh-huh. and that was like – I just told teams, I was like, hey, um, I, I wanted to go to Florida State so bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like our, our, ju- our JUCO was right near there. Um, I would always go over there on the weekends and, you know, do whatever. I mean, it's college. Yeah. You know, we had 100%. fun. And, um, you know, I wanted to go play baseball there, and I wanted to be, you know, a baseball player on campus and this and that. But um, – and like the thought of being drafted always was like, I, I was always a guy that was like, dude, take me in the last round, the last pick, and I will sign. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, I just want an opportunity to play professional baseball. That's all I want. And like so many kids are, are have that mindset. And, and I had it too. Cause I, you know, 
you just don't realize, like, you don't realize how good you can be. Um, you know, I remember sitting, I mean, sitting in, even my freshman year of high school, or JUCO, I was like, dude, I will sign for 400 bucks, like, just buy me a plane ticket, and I will come play, like, get the opportunity to play professional baseball, um, so that was my mindset, but I was like, I want to play Florida State, um, and I just worked my freaking butt off, dude, and, um, just, that's all I thought about, and to, it's it's just it's kind of, it's kind of how I am, man. I when I want something, I just like obsess over it, and this yeah. is what I was obsessing over. So I, I I went after it, um, worked my butt off, and and ended up signing to go play at Florida State. And then as the junior college season went on, I was playing really well. We were like um, one of the better JUCO players in the country, mm-hmm. um, and and started getting a lot of hearing a lot of stuff from scouts and teams, and um, ended up going to a lot of like pre-draft workouts and this and that. And um, <clears throat> I just told teams, I was like, hey, there's 40, 40 rounds in the draft. And I really want to go to Florida State. So I said, hey, take me in the top five rounds or don't take me at all. Don't even bother. Right. Because I want to go to school. I want to do this. Um, and uh, when draft day came around, I had a few few teams call me before and ask if I would take this or that and, you know, a certain round. Um, and I was sitting there. And the first five rounds went by, and I didn't get picked. Yeah. So I was obviously like at that point, I'm like, like I had my boy, one of my boys was down from Michigan, and like my parents and my brother sitting around and we're watching. I'm like, you know, five, five rounds goes by, I'm like, oh fuck, like, you know, I, so I'm, I uh, go go, I lock myself in my room, and um, I get a text from the Red Sox scout, uh-huh. like maybe halfway through the sixth round, they're like, hey, would you take our six round slot bonus and I was like you know like I like had a mess and dude it was a six round you know what I mean like one round away from the fifth I'm telling all these guys I'll take top five rounds other than that don't take me so I was like gonna be a like a stubborn little idiot and I like had a text texted out or spelled out and I was like no I wanted top five round whatever uh like I'm going to Florida State thank you for your time my dad was like yo you need to think about this like bro this is like think about where you were a year ago, dude, you, you like would have signed for anything. And now you, you have this opportunity. Um, so I ended up telling him I would take it, but I uh, didn't hear back from him until that pick and we were watching it live and then I got picked. So that, that was pretty, uh, that was a pretty damn special moment. Pretty dude, special that, moment. That, that was man. fun, man. Yeah. I, I can only imagine, dude, obviously any athlete, like if you have a dream of playing professionally, like hearing your name on that draft, I mean, it's it's a moment that you won't forget, right? And that's something that never cares forever. Never, dude. I and like I remember sitting there and heard my name, and everyone else started going crazy, and I kind of just sat there. I'm like, dude, there's no way that this just happened. It was <laughs> it was pretty cool, man. And to, you know, to a team like like the Red Sox, that was that was pretty fun too. I mean, it's obviously like a very storied organization, so um, for them to have you know faith in me and, and draft me in a in a decent spot in the draft was it was amazing man it was, right. it was it was awesome so i mean danny i guess for people that don't know right like obviously there's a, a ton of different divisions in baseball i guess like for someone that, that that knows very little break down like the different majors and like kind of the divisions and how it kind of starts um and then kind of tap into like where you kind of got plugged into yeah yeah so i uh got drafted and there's seven seven different levels or eight different levels mm-hmm. throughout the minor leagues um so I got drafted and I went to low A or uh, sh- there's rookie ball, there's short season low A, there's low A, high A, double A, triple A, big leagues. Mm-hmm. So um, I started out in short season low A um, and played played well there and I ended up getting called up to low A my first year um, and then went into spring training 2015. I got hurt three games, three games into spring training. I blew something out my wrist. Um, and it ended up missing half the year, played low A and then in 16, um, played in high A, which was in Salem, Virginia. Um, I did, did really well there. Um, and ended up getting invited to the Arizona Fall League, which was, which was a big, um, which was a big, big honor. Um, that it's like every team picks, uh, four, four or five guys. I think it was four or five, six guys, um, to represent the organization to go and play, like, have you seen the movie Top Gun? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know how, like, they select, like, the two – they select, like, two guys from every whatever 
to go like fight for six weeks at this like dog yeah, fight yeah, yeah. for six weeks. That's basically what it, what it was. Okay. So like top and which was a huge honor. I got to do that, and um, from there, I uh, went up to Double A, um, and did really well there too. And I uh, it, it did. I, mean, I think I was top top five in the league in hitting, and um, did did really well, man. It was fun, and then and then went in in eighteen. Um, and I had a, uh, had a back, unfortunately had a back injury about two days before the season started. Jeez. Um, yeah, which is, you know what, dude, it's part of it. Yeah. And I tried to play through it and I learned very quickly that that is not the right thing to do. And they say, <laughs> you learn from your failures. I have learned if I'm hurt, I will not play through it anymore. There's a difference between, I'm sorry, if I'm injured, there's a difference yeah. between being hurt and being injured. You know, right. you, you bruise something on your body, you play through it. This was, I had like my SI joint was completely out of whack and I couldn't, okay. couldn't rotate, couldn't move. I ended up hitting like 120, um, like 120 the first month and a half of the year, <clears throat> which was, I was like the iciest hitter in the league, dude. I just like, I couldn't swing. Yeah. Um, ended up finished, finished up the year around 250 or 260, which was okay. But, um, I didn't play like I should. And I, and, um, baseball is a very, very cutthroat, what have you done for me lately type of game mm-hmm. and um went went in and in 2018 into spring 2019 yeah 2019 I'm sorry uh last year into spring training and got released by the Red Sox uh the last day of spring training which I I, I didn't really see it coming um I don't know if like a whole lot of people did but it's just part of the game and I thank them for every every opportunity they gave me to be on the baseball field because I got thousands of professional at-bats with them um, and did a lot of great things with them. Um, ended up signing with the Colorado Rockies like two days later. And they flew me out to um, flew me out to their extended spring training um, or their spring training complex in Arizona and then flew me out to double A. Um, flew me out to double A. Hartford, which which was in the same league as the Red Sox one, so I was excited. I'm like, oh, I get to play against you know the team that I used to play against, and um, ended up uh, throwing my back out again, Jeez. getting on the plane to go Damn. to yeah yeah, and ended up missing most most of the year and got released by them, which was which was terrible. So after that, obviously, I didn't really have any team to sign with. I ended up signing with a – I did a short stint with, like, an independent league team, which the independent leagues are have some better talent than the minor leagues because there's mm-hmm. a lot of guys that have been hurt and, like, have to go out and prove, hey, like, I can still play. Like, right. I'm not, like, a crippled, you know. And I just had a bad – I had a bad stint with my back. But, dude, I learned from it, bro. Like, I, what's so cool about it is, like, it sucked, dude. Like, sure. think, think about that. Like, I – I, I have no control over being able to be on the baseball field or not if my body doesn't let me. But I learned, like, the deficiencies in my body, bro. I had a lot of, um, I guess, the first back injury and, and got to fix those things up, and now I'm healthy. And, um, you know, I, I grinded, my, grinded my freaking butt off this year um, from last September um, from when the season ended until, I mean, I just – just these past couple couple days have I'm taking a little break for my body, but um, you know, COVID really messed us up. The league that I was supposed to go play in got canceled, and now I can't go play in another league. And you know, it's it it was so easy to sit back and um, so easy to sit back at times, especially at first, and be like another roadblock. Really, like why yeah. me? You know what I mean? Like, dude, but I, I hurt my back in 18. I couldn't I couldn't play to my fullest, and then. 19 like I think I'm back and then I hurt my back again and now 2020 like I this is the hardest I've ever worked my entire life and I feel amazing I'm ready to go out and ball and we get shut out because of COVID so it's like okay another year lost but dude everything bad that happens in life something good comes out of it so like I have to keep that mindset all the time bro it's so easy to to be like dude I'm down in the dumps like like really again but Dude, the more like I, I still, it, it's cool because, yeah, I'm not going to play right now, but with all the training that I've done and everything that I've done, I have literally learned something new every single day. And whenever I get to get out on the field, and apply all of that, plus I have that fire, bro, because yeah. I've been waiting to get out for so long and show it. 
whenever I get out of the field, it's going to be even sicker than what it would have been this year. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the mindset I've had to keep through all this. It's been a crazy couple of years, but um, I'm doing what I love, man. Like I can't, how the, how the hell am I going to sit back and complain about it? You know, <laughs> dude, I love that, man. And, and that part right there, like those last yeah. parts you just said, I mean, one, like having that mentality, because and then it's as an athlete, I mean, me being a former athlete too, like it's dude, a lot of times like athletes get into their own mental like barrier, right? Like you start getting into a slump and that's yeah. like, the next question for you too. But it is, it's yep. dope for you to even have that perspective because to, you gotta, you, you always gotta refine yourself, right? And it's almost like when you're in a yeah. slump, when you're down and out, or when the situations that are out of your control start happening, like it's how you respond, right? And I think a lot of times, like, yes. especially I learned from football and just sports in general, it's like everyone faces adversity. It's just a matter of how you respond from it, right? And hearing your story, that, that's so dope to hear 1, because 000%. a lot of people wouldn't have, uh, they wouldn't have overcame that, you know? A hundred percent, bro. I've honestly started to, it sounds freaking nutty, but I've started to almost like enjoy and embrace the adversity because I just know that whenever, whenever that shit subsides, whenever it's done, I'm going to be way fucking way. I'm sorry. I mean, way stronger (laughs) than what I was before. You know know what I mean? Like it's going to make me a better person and I'm going to learn from it. And it just, bro, it, it, it's going to happen throughout your whole life. Wh- whether you're playing baseball or whether I'm working behind it, de- dude, it doesn't matter. Like you're going to face shit throughout your life that, and, and this is just teaching me how to deal with it and I'm learning and I'm getting better with it. And, um, dude, it, it really, you gotta be, and like you said, you have to find yourself. Yep. Um, and can you, can you see me? Sorry, yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, but you have to find yourself and that, and that's dude. That through all of this stuff, I've like, when I was doing really well in, in, in the, in the minor leagues with the Red Sox, um, you know, there was a point in time where like, I could have been working harder. Like there was bro, like, you know, but like, it's very, it's so easy. And I was young. It's so easy to get complacent. Yeah. Like, so, fr- I mean, you know, I'm like, oh, I, I look up and I'm like, oh, I'm hitting, I'm in double a, I'm 23 years old. I'm hitting three Oh five. You know, like, dude, I'm top three in the league in hitting. Like, like I, I'm not going to listen to anyone that tells me about my swing. I'm not going to listen to anyone. That, when in reality, it's like, bro, how much better could I have been if I would have been like, dude, yeah, I'm hitting 305, but how much fuck, how much better could I be? Like, I need, to li- I need to take in all this. I need to be a sponge. But instead, I'm like, dude, you know, this and that. And that's just how it's part of learning, bro. It's part of learning. But I'm so, I'm so thankful that I went through that, and now I'm – I'm here. And it's like, dude, you're back to square one, bro. You're the kid that like wasn't handed anything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I told you, you know, I, I had to go to the junior college and do this and that. And now it's like backs against the wall. It's time to fire that, fire that shit back up. But here's the thing is I don't ever want to lose that. Like I, you have, and I think that now that I'm learning from my mistakes, not that dude, I still worked hard, and, and but I'm not necessarily sure that, you know, like instead of going out to the bar on a Saturday night, during the off season or, you know, going to the beach on a Saturday, like now I'm at the point where my mindset's like, dude, what can I do? Like, somebody hits me up and it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, Hey, I, let's go to the beach on Saturday. It's like, you know, I, I, I could, but can you see me? Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. There we go. Uh, you, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I could do that, but like my instantly, like my radar goes off. I don't know if that may like, Bro, I might like like something shoots up, or, or I'm like, no, no, fuck no, like, <laughs> that's like, what's that gonna do for me? You know what I mean? Is that gonna get me? That like, if it's not helping me get better, then I'm not gonna do it. And there's a time and a place where you need to let your mind go and you need to have fun. Yeah. But like, dude, I'm not trying to go to the beach every Saturday, bro. I'm yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to go hit. I'm trying to go run. I'm trying to stretch and and learn new things on a Saturday. And, I mean, you know no. what I mean? And, and it, it, uh, it, it's, it's cool, man, that, that I've been able to learn the difference between the two mindsets. Cause when I was doing well and not, not that I'm not doing well now, but I'm saying when I was, when, when I was on my way up and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the show, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's a different mindset, dude. You're like, Oh yeah, yeah I'll go. On. Bro, I'm down to go to the bar, dude. You know what I mean? Now it's like, nah, bro. Like, yeah, dude. It's time to get to work, and and I mean, and that's the thing. Yeah, you, you can always get better, no matter how freaking good you are. You can always get better, and and it's amazing, dude. It's amazing 100%. when you just apply and, yourself. 
I think it's a. Uh, I mean, I'm a big Gary Vee fan. I don't know if you know Gary Vee, but he talks about it all the time. Like he, talk, he calls like the clouds and the dirt, and like it's just even even hearing this, like Danny, like you're just back in the dirt, like where you where you started, right? And like the dirt, yes. as in like, yes. like being where your feet are at, and like whether you're doing really well, or you're you're kind of failing, whatever it is. Like be where your feet are at, and understand that like it's it's gonna be a grind. And to hear that like you were on a high, it's almost like when you're on a high yeah. of emotions and success. You kind of like you let that waver, like whether it's financial, whether it's business, and you kind of feel like you're getting you start getting comfortable again, right? And yes, yes. Sure you you, you yes. probably know David Goggins, right? Bro, yes, I just started watching this guy like hundred like percent, right? Days ago, yeah, yeah. And like he's like the epitome of that. Like one, like one, when you whenever you're feeling comfortable in your life, like something's got to change instantly. Then, right? Because like once you get too comfortable, people start passing you. You start getting complacent. You start yeah. losing the habits that you built, right? And I think, like, even hearing your story, yeah. you're a true testament to that. Yeah, uh, bro, one thousand percent. I, I just because I mean, it, and it's tough. It's so crazy to see kids that like how amazing it is that some kids are are there's a very there's very few of them, but the kids that are that young and like are able to handle being so good. It's impressive. And like keep working, and be, it, it's insane. Like guys, like. Mike Trout and Bryce Harper, these guys who have always been the best, like they maintain to be the best, but they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for their mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they always, they know that they can always get better. And that's, it's so, bro, 99.9% .9 of the people who are in any industry, like if you're just on the, if you're on the rise and everything's going good, you're not going to be working as hard at, at, as if you're that one percent. You're, you're back against the wall. Yeah. yeah and so that's the thing is you, you have to find a way to keep that mindset forever you know what i'm saying and that's that's something that that i've really i'm really trying to to learn and, and apply every day bro every day there you, you gotta wake up you just gotta be the hungriest hungriest mf around bro yeah that's, that's dude, what it is and like you said earlier bro when you're doing what you love danny it makes it so much easier bro <laughs> right like dude, oh, you're, for you're, sure think about bro. this like you're chasing your dream of playing baseball bro like at least you're not putting all that effort into like some corporate job that doesn't mean shit to you, right? And like, I think that's right, the right. For anyone listen to this. One thousand percent, dude. And that was when I was younger. I didn't realize how lucky and how blessed I was to just like be able to like walk on a baseball field and say that's my job. It's yeah. the most insane thing. And now that the older you get, the more you realize, like, oh my god, dude, this is like I, <laughs> this is amazing that I get to work so hard at something that I've enjoy almost every second of it yeah that's awesome dude that's awesome it's it's, um, it's it's fun man i'm sure i'm sure i wanted to ask you this though because when you're talking about like when you were in that mental slump like um like wh what's your thought process like danny like when you when you're not hitting well like and i know a lot of base i mean i, I was there before too in football because like there was a span in my senior year where like i was like dropping a lot of passes like in games and like right. i almost got into my own mental funk of like fuck like I, I started catching, I started losing my habits of like not catching with my hands. I started yes. body catches more because like that confidence wasn't there. So I want you to talk right. about like how you got yourself out of that mental funk and like, wh like where's your mind at when you're in that funk too as, as well, like when you're in a slump. Yeah, absolutely. So, so here you, you said it perfect. How you said like you were at a slump mentally. So then like physically you started doing things different. Yeah. Right? So if I'm in a slump hitting, I start to press. I start to worry. I start to grip the bat a little harder. And all of a sudden, I'm overswinging. I'm trying to do too much. And all my mechanics get out of whack as opposed to being everything nice and easy. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're in a – like, baseball is, is the best game for anybody to play, in my opinion, just for the mental side of it because it's the best people in the world fail seven out of ten times yeah, when they go up to, to hit. That's real. And it, bro, getting out sucks. <laughs> like sure. it sucks. Uh, bro, imagine being a 300 hitter and that being like, dude, like this is the most successful you're going to get. You know what I mean? Like and that's pretty damn good. <laughs> it's it's oh bro, if you hit 300 it's like you're freaking, you're walking out you're walking on water. Bro, it's yeah. and so like imagine you playing football and catching 3 out of 10 passes, like dropping 7 of them. And then yeah. be, and, the, and like like having to deal with that like the the seven, Bro, you have to – it's so easy to get into a slump. And you see it – dude, you see it in guys from ninth grade up until – I'm watching baseball right now, man, and 
Christian Yelich has won first one first last or first thirty two to start mm-hmm. the year, and the guy won the MVP last year. Yeah. Now you're gonna tell it's a, it's mental, bro. But he here's the thing: is those guys that are really good understand that it only takes one hit. It only takes one hit to get back, as opposed to, and I've been there, and everyone's been there, being like, dude. I lost it. I'm never going to find it again. Right, I'm not, right. I'm not, what happened? Where is it? Where, and I've been on, I've been on both sides, bro. I bet when, and when I told, here's the thing was when I told you that I was a little complacent, you know, when I was going through the, through the, through the Red Sox organization, um, I still worked hard, but the thing was like, I was, maybe I was a little complacent, but I was very confident. I, and which, obviously confidence is everything so like i remember i was hitting the, i told you i went to arizona folly um and i was living with my buddy out there um who was in the big leagues with the royals at the time and i was hitting 120 bro halfway through like horrible like yeah. okay tim tebow's first year of baseball they sent huh. tim tebow to the fall league it was like tim tebow was the second worst and i was the worst <laughs> and bro i'm sitting out outside like everyone else would be freaking out and I'm sitting outside. We're halfway through the the six weeks. I'm sitting outside with my boy, and he, and he's like, "Dude, like, what is going on with you, bro? Like, you need to like figure some shit out." And I'm like, "Like, dude, what are you talking about, bro? It only takes one game for me to just get smart, like one hit for me to get smoking hot." Next game, I went up and I went four for four. You know what I mean? And that was like the mindset that I needed to have. But then, when I got hurt, um, when I got hurt in eighteen. It was like, oh, like, I'm never going to figure this out again. And, like, I was, like, feeling sorry for myself. Like, yeah. oh, you know, I have my back injury. I can't work out. I can't do this. When, when in reality, I should have just been like, dude, like, I'm, I'm, one, I'm one barrel away from just absolutely scorching this league. You know yeah. what I mean? And I've been on both sides. And I understand why. I understand why these guys that are so good can do it all the time, even when they hit those slumps, because they just know that they're the best. In their mind, whether they are or not, they're just like, dude, I've been around these guys. I've spent so much time around really successful big league guys. I spent times, I've spent a lot of time around guys who were talented, but were not successful. And I've seen like both sides of it. And some of the best players I've been around just like have the most ridiculous mindset. Some of them, some of them are more toned down, but they have that confidence in their head. Mm-hmm. and and that's a big thing man the, the, it, it, getting out of that slump is just knowing it, it, it's gonna end yeah but there's some but I, I mean you you know bro you've probably been there where you where, when you were playing football and you're like you're like no like I'm never this is like I don't know what happened I don't know why this is happening it's never like it's never gonna feel right it's, it doesn't feel right nothing's right but in reality it's like dude yeah I'm going I'm, it's all good man it's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be fixed it's gonna be good kind of trust in the process it's all part of the process 100 percent. i mean and i think that's like that's why i think i really like resonate with david goggin just in the sense of like once you can like dane once you master the 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 thoughts that are happening in between your own ears like to your point right like you got to have the confidence in yourself and like once you can control Mm -hmm. that voice of like dude this is just like this might just be a little something i'm going to but next opportunity i have i'm going to take advantage of like you start like you give yourself that positive self-talk and then then you start seeing it come into fruition and I think that's like the biggest thing. If you're a young listener, listen to this right now. Like, regardless of what sport you play, if you've been shitty on the free throw line or if you've been missing a ton of passes, if you're a quarterback, like, regardless of what it is, like, as long as you're confident in, in the work that you put in and your talent and your skill, that, like, that slump's going to subside at some point, right? And it's just a matter of fact, taking, that, taking advantage of that opportunity when it does. 1000% dude you couldn't have said it any better I, w- I was having a thought it was about Goggin or is it Goggin Goggins right Goggins Goggins yeah I always ke- yeah. I keep calling him Coggins for David Coggins <laughs> my boy's like dude it's, it's Coggins like or Goggins get it right I'm like, all right um he was saying damn what was it um I'll, co- I'll come back to that thought I'll, I'll remember it I'll remember it as we keep talking okay um, but yeah he he is uh that guy is freaking fantastic he just has some some really good stuff. I wish. What what were we? What were you saying at first, right there? It may it may trigger it. I really wanted to, to touch base on it. Um, basically um, about like one like overcoming it and like when that opportunity presents itself, is taking advantage of it. Um. But like I think I mean more it was more like literally for anyone that is listening. Like if you're in a slump, understand that that slump's not gonna happen forever until you change the mentality that you're going with it. Right, the positive self talk. 
and all that. That's what it was. He, I, I loved what he said. This is what it was. I loved what he said when he said, um, the, I think it was him who said this. I can't remember if it was him or if it was um, Jocko. I can't remember which, which guy it was. He You're was both saying, savages, though, uh, the, regardless. They're both great. They're both yeah. great. And they said, uh, like, the bit, the, I, I, and I asked my buddy this the other day. I said, hey, who do you have the, a conversation with most throughout the day? And he was like, you. I was like, no, you're wrong. And he's like, what? Like, what, my, my mom? I'm like, no. Yourself, yourself dude. Like, you're, yeah. you're talking to yourself. And I never thought about it like that. I never, bro, I li- you, you're talking to yourself all day in your head. Oh. All day. And, like, you can choose. You can. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. You can choose to, to listen or you can choose how you want to think about things. Yep. And, but it's, it's it, the mind always wants to run to the to the bad side first because it's comfortable it's easy it's like it's instinct yes yes yeah but you have to you have to be able to overcome that and be like bro what what why am i thinking that like that's so ridiculous you know and yeah you have to be able to to pick those things out um and yeah the 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 mental skills guy that the red sox had always talked about this he's fantastic you you need to go follow him i'll send you his his stuff after justin sua for anyone who's listening the guy is awesome um, and he always talked about self-talk. He was like, dude, like right when you hear those thoughts come in your head, you need to tell yourself you're freaking lying. Like your brain's lying to you. You know what I mean? Um, so that, that's, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, I think, Dan, I think as we get 20, we're in 2020, it's probably 2021, how crazy that is. It's, it's been a quick year, but like mental health, bro, it's been such a hot topic in sports specifically, man. And I think it's moving forward. It's going to be even more important as like with COVID happening with a lot of seniors and, and incoming freshmen going into their new schools, like the landscape has changed for everyone, right? And they, it's like right now people are preparing for seasons that might not even happen. And it's these opportunities where you got to just prepare yourself mentally, physically, emotionally for whatever's going to happen. Because, dude, you know, you're, I mean, I'm done playing, but you're playing right now and none of, no one has control over what's happening with COVID. And right now is an opportunity for it, every, every single athlete to just prepare yourself in all those different facets because – Whenever the season starts up for any sport, we're, we're, people are going to see who's re, who's really preparing, and that's ultimately the punchline. One thousand, one thousand percent, dude. And here was the thing: was it was when all this stuff started happening, and I was like, "Bro, are you kidding me?" I worked like I had these thoughts. Yep. I would have thoughts. I'd be like, "Dude, I worked my ass off from September to April or May or whatever it was every day, bro." every day like dude i'm outside in the florida heat from 9 30 to 7 at night finding a way to get better mm-hmm. and i was like and and now this is happening after the thing with the you know hurt my back flying out yep. i'm like dude really like like i just i what i thought was my thoughts were i just wasted eight months of my life and then i kept thinking that a couple of days went by and then i was like or i could could look at the, the positive side and be like, dude, I, I just spent eight months getting so much better at what I do yep. so that when I'm 34 and I still, hopefully I'm still playing, like I'm that much better because I got to spend that much time working diligently every single day. And I set up, I set a baseline for where I like what I need to do on a daily. I learned so much about myself and what I need to do to, to be at my best every day. And I didn't even get to play a game this year. Yeah. It's crazy. You can look at it in two ways, bro. I, and I looked at it in both ways. But the truth is, is I did not waste my time, dude, because I'm, I worked out. I got better, dude. I got I, – I worked on my swing diligently every day, day in, day – I mean, and everything got so much better. I got stronger and faster and more flexible. And I can just keep riding that wave, bro, and just keep getting better. 100%. As opposed to being like, dude, really, like – yeah, I mean, I just wasted wasted all that time. Like that's just a soft mindset. It's just a soft soft mindset. And and I'm, you know, you have to catch yourself when you start thinking like that. It is. I mean, and, and dude, it's like it's like when you think the world's against you in a sense, right? Like, oh, yeah. how can this happen to me like after what I've gone to? But at the end of the day, everyone's what going What did through. I do wrong? 100%. Yeah, like what, who did I piss off like for all this? But then it's like it's like, dude, this could all just be like a blessing in disguise. You know what I mean? Like and that's how you have to look at it. Every all this, all everything that happens, bro, it happens. You can you can look at it in two ways. Like, dude, it's against you, or hey, everything has a reason, bro. Let's keep fucking, let's keep going. 
we got to keep going. That's all we can do because you, you, you can only control what you can control. 100%. I think, I mean, dude, I talked to a couple of my mentors out here, like people that are in the fitness industry. And, and I mean, dude, for trainers right now, it sucks, bro. Gyms are shutting down and like gyms aren't opening back up. And um, the one word that me and my, my mentor talked about was like being able to adapt. And I think it fits in for you perfectly as well. Like, yep. like that, that skill of just being like, you know what, this is the circumstance. What are we going to do now to move forward? Right. Versus, and that's kind of like in my eyes of like Let's playing see. offense, right? Kind of getting ahead of it versus being yes. defensive. Yes. I like that a lot. Like when you're playing defense, you're like, oh shit. Like, how am I going to survive? Like, how am I going to make money? Right. Versus being like, you know what? This is what we're given. Right. Let's play offense. Let's figure it out. Let's be more proactive yes. with what we're doing. And I think you're kind of a testament to that as well, bro. I love that, dude. I never thought about it like that. hundred percent. You have that, you got an offensive mindset, dude. Attack. You got to attack, bro. Like whatever the hell, ha dude, people. And I just remember like, dude, guys who are way better than me have gone through way worse. Like why? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm blessed to be here. Let's make the most of it. Whatever happens, happens. But I need to make sure the one thing that I can't control, dude, the one thing I can control regardless of if I'm injured, I'm not injured is getting better every day. Yeah. Because even if I'm injured, I can get better mentally. Yeah. I can get better. I can stretch something. You know what I mean? Like I can do something every day to get better. hundred mm percent. -hmm. And like for, and, for and, young, young athletes, for young athletes, listen to Danny right now, like that, that doesn't mean you need to work out four or five times a day, right? Like to his point, you could study film right. for five hours for that one yep. day. That could have been your way of getting better. Right. So it's not always a right. physical thing, especially as you get older. So I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good, dude. It's a hundred percent. That you work work hard, but you work smart. Yeah. Like I, instead of like I always wanted to be. Oh, I wanted to be the strongest guy in the field. Yes, I do. But how about like I would I was at one point spending two hours a day in my garage foam rolling and trigger pointing and stretching, like yep. something I'd never done. You know what I mean? And that's good for your body. It's not going to destroy your body. It's good for you, and you're getting better. Yep. But I also worked out before that and got better. And I worked on my swing and got better. So that the, you just get a little better at those things every day. And the, the Justin Sewer guy I was talking about, he used to say, and it's something that always stuck with me, was a little or little by little, a little becomes a lot. And like some of the – dude, that's, that's the thing is like kids and pe people in general want like just to be amazing at something. The instant gratification. Yes, dude, it doesn't, bro, there's like, in the big leagues, there's like 20 guys in the entire league, 15, 20 guys that are, that are so good that they don't really have to work. Right. Other than that, you have to get off your ass and, and, and grind. And, and, but there's a lot of guys that, oh, like, I should just be really good or like, you just see it in life, dude. you just see it, and especially, you see it in like lazy people, they're like, oh, like. You know, they, want the, they just want the they, quick result. Yeah, nobody wants to work for anything. Dude, yeah. you got to work, bro. And that's what makes it even more fun when you get there. Dude, when, I, dude I'm a big I, – I love Denzel Washington, obviously his movies, but I don't know if you've ever seen any of his, like, graduation speeches. He goes to a lot of colleges and, and just, like, talks um, for, like, their ceremony speeches. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's sick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you one that I really enjoy. But he just, like, at the very end, he's, like, like – he gives out, like, a couple quick, like, tips, and he's, like – one of them was like hard work works like working really hard is what most successful people do. Like there's not really yeah. not many secrets, right? It's like if right. you have a passion, you have a dream, like thinking about it and dreaming about it. That's one thing like that. That's that'll get your foot in the door, but it'll never become reality until you just bust your ass and whatever it is. Right. And when he said Bro, that, he stuck with, with me because I'm like being an athlete, I always had that mentality. And now then as I look in my business and my entrepreneurship and my, just my career now, I think of it just like a sport. Like I'm playing business. I'm playing sport for life now. Cause like this sport in my, in my oh, world, I think, there's no, there's, like, my prime is probably my thirties, forties, fifties. Like I'm in the early stages, right? Versus like an athlete, you're in your prime at 24 to 30 ish. Right. Depending right, on what right, you're yeah. But like when you're in business, like you're dude, you're in, you're in the game for the long run, you know? I know. Yeah. And you, you're getting better. I know you and I know how you are. You get a little better every day. But isn't it amazing that you can, like, I've sat around the last few months and I'm like, bro, it's so, like, I just felt like I was getting so much better. And, like, 
I don't mean to sound like a dick, like you know, whatever. But no, not at all. I felt like I was. I, I felt like I was getting so much. I like felt like I was just improving so much, and I was watching other people at the time that were like sitting around not doing a lot because of the COVID. And I was like, dude, like I've learned so much and gotten so much better. It's so crazy that like, well, I, I was like, why doesn't everyone do this? Why doesn't everyone work? Why, yeah. why don't people work hard? This is like, this is it. This is, this is what I've been missing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, and, and it's just like, I can't believe I can't like, I don't want anyone else to know this because I, I wanted to be like, I wanted to keep getting better and better and better. And I, so I want to be, thought everyone's goal i want to be the best yeah like and when and you were talking about like you one one part of it is dreaming it and then the next part is dude you got to work yeah but like if you can put those two together that's a deadly combo dude dude it really is because i dude i swear to god actually last night i had a dream that i made my mlb debut like (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm dreaming that. And then when, when I, I swear to God, dude, I can't, and, and then like when I wake up before my eyes even open, dude, the first thing on my mind is like, like, let's go, let's go. Like it's time to get better. Sub like, it's like subconscious, dude. Like yeah. I don't wake up anymore and like roll around and be like, yeah, like, it's just like, it's like, okay, bro. Like immediately I'm like, all right, what do we got? Dude. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting up. I'm going to, I'm going to go roll out. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to go hit. Like, I'm just automatic. It's like the first thing on my mind and it's even on my mind when I'm dreaming, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, if I want it that bad, I don't, I don't, no matter what happens, bro, I feel like I can get there. hundred percent. And that's, that's the mindset that, that, that successful people have. And, and I've been around guys that um, have preached that. One thousand, dude. And, and I think having that mentality, whether you get there or not, you're going to know that you did everything you can, right? And I think living with that. Every, everything possible. 100%. I think living with that as, like, as a man, as a female, whoever it is, like, you can live with yourself with that, regardless of the result. And, and knowing that, I think you'd be happy regardless. And I think, Danny, once you get to the point where you're not in that mentality when you wake up, that's when you might start feeling like, all right, like, maybe is it passion? Is the fire dying? Maybe the fire's not lit no more. And right. I can be a point where you start transitioning, but – if you have that still, bro, shit, keep it going, you know? Bro, you're 1,000% right. There's guys that say they wake up one day and it's gone. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, never say never. But, dude, I've loved baseball since, I, you know, I can remember, yeah. dude. I just, I don't know if that fire will ever die. I don't think it will. And I don't want to jinx it, but, dude, I, it's just something about it bro i just feel like I, I i don't know i just feel like i belong in the sport um whether you know obviously playing for now but whether it's coaching after or whatever 100 percent. Um, it's that's, my passion exactly it's my that's passion, what it's it what could I, be in something else yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and and maybe one day dude you're right maybe one day i'll wake up and the fire will be gone to play baseball but here's the thing is that fire is going to go somewhere else what do you know what I mean like yes and you have to you have to put that what whatever you love and whatever you feel immediately it's it, it's it has to go to something else dude and, and it that's will. the thing it, it will. right 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 and so i'm not i and here's the thing is um i'm not gonna say any names but i had a certain person who used to talk to me about plan b like what are you gonna do no. after after baseball um and i always kind of like had the the, the the mentality that plan b it plan, it's good to think about these things but at the same time it's almost like plan b can kind of take away from plan a yeah you know what i'm saying no yep. and like what if i what if i started plan being and then that energy that i was putting into Took plan away. a goes into that plan b yep. and then all of a sudden it's like dude i maybe i look back 25 years and i'm like shit like maybe if I would have focused more on that, what would have happened? You know what I mean? Um, but I, I, I think that that um, whatever I want to do in life after baseball, then I'm going to have the same amount of fire for it. So I, Honestly, just talking to you, bro, I, I know you will. I, I know yeah, you. Yeah, once you I get to that it. point, you will. I, I guarantee it. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate no that. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. No doubt. 100%, but. Daddy, so this has been dope, man. So what, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to start transitioning there. Um, this is a portion of the, of the podcast where I call the hot takes. 
And this is where I yeah. kind of just throw a couple questions at you and you just fire away with kind of whatever comes top of mind. Okay. It's kind of, it's a little bit lighter. So it's not as like serious. Yeah. 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 Right. First one I got for you. Is, I don't know if you're much of a reader, but what's your favorite book? Dude. Okay. This, this is, it's, it's a tough subject for me because I keep wanting to read and like, I am like grind so hard. All I really wanted to get into reading, dude. Uh -huh. Like my, my one of my brothers, like insisting I read this book. My friends insisting I read this book. And this is the one thing that I keep telling myself I'm gonna do. And by the time it's like ten o'clock at night, I'm like, okay, like I could read or I could just turn on this Netflix show for thirty minutes. Like right. I just want to watch Netflix for thirty. I I don't have a favorite book right now, um. But I do really, really, I, I am going to read that that Goggins book. I think that that's going to be a pretty baller book. Dude, I, 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 have you read that? I have you read it right that? here. Because oh, man, to, yes. I want you to read this one really bad. Because, like, dude, I'm telling you that this will make you a better man, a better baseball player, a better person. Mm -hmm. It's going to put you – and, dude, you're already there. You're touching it already. But it's going to put you into a different place. Uh, I, I promise. We'll, we'll, you're right. We'll chat, we'll you're with you you're never it. there. You know what I mean? Never. You can just keep. Yes. Right. And I know that that book is just going to open up more, more things in my brain, more, more ways to figure things. I, I want to do it, dude. It I'm going to read it. Unlock to the, to yes, even more of a potential. Yes. Honestly. Yes, I know. I'm sure it is, and, dude. I'm going, I will read that book. Yeah. Please read I that. I want to do it. And I'm going to, I'm going to, we're, we're going to chat about this one. I want, I want you to read that. I, we're going to have a fucking discussion about it. I might have to have you on as a guest again. 1000%, dude. I'll come on as a guest every day for you, bro. I enjoy this right now. <laughs> I'm having fun, dude. I'm having fun. All right, fun. sweet. I like it. All right. So look, we're coming back for the book. All right. So now next one is what's your favorite cheat meal slash like fast food, fast chain spot that you like to go to? Oh, without a doubt. Chick-fil-A, dude. I like it. Fair. With, without a doubt. The, uh, the chicken sandwiches are just ridiculous, dude. But <laughs> I, I, it's like, like I love Chick-fil-A. Then I like get it too much. I should not be eating that much. So I've started doing the grilled sandwich from there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm not like a dirty, dirty scumbag. You know what 100%. I mean? 100%. Like, kind of, yeah. And enjoy. then I'll do like, and then after, instead of fries, I'll do a chicken noodle soup. So it's really right. not, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, but if I'm going cheat meal from Chick-fil-A, I'm getting spicy chicken sandwich with a large fry, of course. Oh, I'm, I'm with Sean, I haven't been in a while, but yes, that's my go-to order, and dude, that's a, it's a very common answer on this well, show. It, but it's not that big in Maryland, is it? Like, when I lived up there, Chick-fil-A wasn't that much of a thing. Down south, it's on every block. Dude, come back to Maryland, bro, it's, it's a thing out here now. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Good. Good. Because when I was up there, bro, they had like one, and it was in it was like, like Germantown, like Clopper Road, maybe or something. I can't remember where it was. Yeah, there's one. Like, dude, there's oh, one right in Kentlands now, right next to Chipotle. I mean, dude, there's. A oh, see, there. they never had that in the Kentlands when I lived there. Nah, no shot. There was one, bro. It was in. Oh my god, I can't. Maybe like on, like, maybe near like Shady Grove Lanes. Is that still a thing? The bowling alley. I think, dude, that, that bowling alley's uh, it's called Bowl Moor now. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, I it's been years, bro. Yeah. Oh, it's been a long time. It's been 10 years, bro, since I lived yeah. there. 100%. Yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's a bunch out here now, man. Oh, I well, that's good to hear. Next time I come back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be ripping into Chick-fil-A. <laughs> there you go. All yeah. right, I got two more for you, man. Um, what, right. I don't know if you're a podcast guy, but like any top podcast that you'd like to listen to or gain value from? Dude, I'm not big on the – I haven't – I need to get into podcasts. I really do. Um, I, everyone talks about Joe – I don't know too much yeah. about him. I know, like, Rogan is supposed to be, like, a pretty pretty baller dude to listen to. Um, but I've been watching, like, the, the like the YouTube. I, I mean, I, I want – I think Jocko has a podcast, yeah? I think he I'm did. I'm sure you probably does. listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I watch all this stuff, this stuff on YouTube. I'm more of a YouTube guy. I, okay. I kind of go on YouTube and, and browse around and do that. Um, I do want to listen to Rogan though, because everyone talks about this 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 MF. I'm like, dude, I so I, I gotta figure out what that's going on. You know, everybody loves though? him. Then it's like Rogan's a you know Rogan does a great job of interviewing people because one his podcasts are long as shit. They're like hour and a half to three hours sometimes. Yeah. So, see, I don't know if I have like the 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 the, the, the attention span to like yo, sit down and listen that what, long. What were you What were you listening to before you stopped on this little road trip? Like on your drive, oh, music, music, M music, bro. I, yeah, I, I, well, it depends though. 
I was listening to music when okay. before. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not judging. I, the only reason I asked is yeah, because yeah. I want you to listen to the. I'm gonna send this to you. I want you to listen to the David Goggins episode with Joe Rogan. Oh, please, dude, send it over. I, I'll hours. listen to it right when we get off the phone. That's perfect. Cause it's I, I still hours. have. You know, I got four hours left. I know. And dude, he was on there twice. So if you really like the first one, you should watch the second one too, and that'll kind of get you right to Georgia. But dude, Danny, it's unreal, bro. Like that's kind of how I first got introduced to him. The book is unreal in its own right, but to hear this MF or talk, it's unreal. I did that. Dude. I don't know if you if you saw me do that challenge. I did that four miles every four hours for two days. Yeah, I saw that. It's dude, insane. The first two days, I was listening to that pod, those two podcasts on repeat every single time I went went for four miles. That's probably the, like the only way that you could realistically get through that. Yeah, you know like, what I mean, like it's it's that type of motivation because yeah. it's all of, it's uh, what he he just never quits. Yes, it's insane. That's the most insane thing. I, dude, I've like tried to be, like, and I've always known that that's a thing, dude. It, it, it's like a mental thing, bro. It's like to the point where like, it's like how you live your life. Today I was eating a uh, tropical smoothie and I was full, like full is full, very full. Yeah. And look down and there's one bite left. And I, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat it. Like I'm going to finish it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I, because, because when I'm, when I'm working out, if I get to nine reps and I'm like, dude, I feel good. Like I want to do one more, bro. Could you imagine? Like I, I've tried to do this now. Like I tell myself I'm going to do 10 reps and then all of a sudden I do like 11 or 12. Yeah. Like I've always like one more rep because how much stronger am I going to be than the dude in a year from now than the dude who does one less rep? Yeah. Like I'm 700 reps stronger than the guy that won't do the, do the, the extra rep or two. You know what I mean? So it kind of goes hand in hand with that. Yeah, I, I think you're gonna you're gonna enjoy that one, Brian. And and you probably text me when you get to Georgia. Let me know how that goes. I'll send that to you. Dude, after I will. Send immediately, please. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna buy a coffee from this gas station and lock it in. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna get even more. While you're gonna be like, yo, I need to go. I need to stretch a little bit. Work on my swing out in the freaking like, parking lot. <laughs> you might you might see a mugshot of me get, getting arrested because I was on the side of the road doing a stretch like like. <laughs> totally illegal or something you know so oh, i got a couple man. bats in the trunk i might be i might be taking some dry hacks on the side <laughs> of the road. all right danny last one i got for you bro um is favorite athlete of all time and this is any sport whoever your guy is or girl i don't know whoever i'll tell you what man growing up i was always a huge chipper jones fan so so he was third base for the Braves, switch hitters i don't know if he's in the hall of fame he's gonna be but as the years have gone on, favorite athlete of all time, yep. I'm going to have to say it, it's extremely generic, but Kobe. Mm. Like, bro, he is just – if you want to be like someone in a sport, yeah. it's that guy. Because he never gave – He, I think it's so cool that he never gave a damn what anyone thought yeah. he did, what he knew would make himself better. Yep. every day and and the team better and he loved winning that's i think that's bro yeah the fact that he went early is honestly like it's a flare for the man. dramatic it's it's so horrible it's horrible but it almost like you know in a sense it was like almost it, it's horribly sad and i'm not saying it was a good thing but it's like badass that like he, he went early enough to where like people are gonna never ever ever forget him like he's just gonna be a legend forever yep. and i think he he actually said that i can't remember who it was too um he told maybe vince carter or something like that he was like i want to die early i want to be the best i want to be the best of all time and die early mm. because i want to be i because if that happens then i will be the best the greatest of all time yeah. and people now now that kobe died they're like dude he, he's you know like people he's, are never gonna forget him so like he, I, I don't, I, I just think that what everything that he did was so amazing. And then the fact that obviously he passed away is, is extremely sad, but all, all the stuff that he taught and everything that he did is going to live on forever. That's real, bro. Yeah. It's a great pick. Yeah. Pick. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're coming to the close here now. Um, last two things I got for you is best way for someone to uh, reach out to you, just to connect with you, man. And whether it's a young baseball kid that has questions about, recruiting or whatever or maybe just someone just wants to chat with you i guess what's the best way to connect yeah direct message me on instagram send me send me a dm and and uh i'll answer it as soon as i see it 
Uh, that's Danny at Danny Mars. Danny underscore Mars twenty two. Mars twenty two. Sweet. All right. So if you're listening to this, I'll put that in the show notes. So if you guys want to reach out to Danny, feel free shoot him uh, shoot him a DM on Instagram, um, and you guys can reach out to him. The last thing I have for you, my friend, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. It's basically just a final take, and this is kind of where you take this however you want. Um, you can kind of finish up the podcast however you'd like, whether it's a question, some motivation, maybe something encouraging, or honestly, it could be something that you've just been thinking about while we've all been in quarantine. This is just your time. Take the floor, my friend. Oh, man. This is, this is tough here. If I got <laughs> one thing I can say, I mean, I feel like I've said a lot. 100%. Um, it could be repeating something, but, but whatever you got. I would say that you are a lot more capable than you realize that maybe it's generic, maybe it's not, but there's so much power in the brain that is, that you haven't unlocked, not you, but most people have not unlocked because they don't realize it. They, They don't realize how good they could be at a certain something. And then like, Goggins said I think he's he's talks about like people never live up to their full potential and I think that that just starts with like labeling yourself and that's the thing bro one more thing is when I was with the Red Sox I remember I went in and I was like 22 and I could always hit I'm a very good hitter I don't hit for a lot of power don't hit for a lot of power um did at times in my life um never hit for power and I went, went and sat in a meeting and they were like, you're, you're, you're a damn good hitter. You're never going to be a 15, 20 home run guy. And they also told me you're never going to steal 50 bases. Mm. And at the time I believed it. Mm-hmm. And I, I know now, and I haven't got on the field to prove it yet, and I'm, but I have evolved my swing to where I'm able to Hit with that power. show off a little bit more power. And I'm looking forward to getting back out on the field because I know that one day I'm going to be able to prove that statement wrong. But it was the reason that I didn't do it then. I didn't believe that I, that I could do it because I had these people telling me that were higher up. You can't like, you're not going to be that guy. Right. So I'm working on slapping the ball around. I'm working on just barrel, barrel, barrel. When in reality, now that I'm on my own and I get to do my, do my thing, dude, I'm, I, I can juice balls. I can do it. I'm going to. So don't let anyone tell you you can't do something because they're freaking wrong. They are wrong. Like, unless it's like, I could be, like, you know what? If somebody told me you're not going to be president of the United States one day, maybe they'd be right. Other than that, they're wrong. I they're wrong it. because I could do it. You know what I mean? But it, it, it starts up here. 100%. That's one thing. That, that's what I'm leaving it on. I love that, bro. Don't put a cap yeah. on your limitations, man. Or don't let anyone else do that for you either. And I love that, Danny. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yep. Dude, Danny, this has been so dope, man. I appreciate you taking – dude, this guy took an hour off of his little road trip to, to find, a, find a gas station to, to kind of have this podcast with me, man. I appreciate you being a guest, bro. Seriously. Dude, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the hell out of it, bro. I really awesome. did. It was, it was dope chatting with you. It's always good to talk. Yep. Yeah, yep. Man. Not too bad. Awesome, hey, man. send well, me that video, bro. I'm about to send it to you podcast. right now. I'm about to send you right now. Well, this is episode 40 of the Athletes Marathon Podcast. My name is Matt Choi, and we are signing off. Thank you for listening to the Athletes Marathon Podcast. We want to make sure you stay connected with our guest, so we'll have access to the show notes and our latest episodes on our website. Head over to www.theathletesmarathon.com, and if you enjoyed the podcast, we would love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next week, thanks again for listening.